UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Blue Dog Man, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. Today, we're going to be going over some really fascinating information. And who I have with me is the great Dan Willis. He's a brilliant <laughs> researcher. Um, you know, he's the owner of the, the website, thewebmatrix.net, where he's comprised all the f- extraterrestrial facts about our government, um, CIA, the media control of, of, our, of our lives. And uh, who Dan was is he was one of Dr. Greer's top secret military witnesses that testified to the presence of the UFO phenomenon back in the 2001 National Press Club. Um, Dan was also in the news media, so he's very tapped in to what's going on in the world today. And uh, again, his website is www.thewebmatrix.net. And we're also going to be going over um, important synchronicities he's found within the, um, where he's going to be analyzing the, the Elena Denan information. So that's that's huge. And I want to give him a big warm welcome to the show. Oh, it's great Dan, to be with you again, Robert. The first part, we're going to many minutes. <laughs> this is old stuff to some people. Well, may not. Last part of the I'm looking at what's the hardcore evidence. Uh, now, I'm... He retired, so I have time to do a lot of research. And a lot of people just don't have the time, you know, to be able to dedicate into researching and doing the due diligence on everything. So I'm just bringing some uh, events to the public's attention that uh, they may not have been aware of that uh, will help substantiate the credibility of uh, my friend Alina Danan and and the great research work that uh, Dr. Michael Sala has been doing, you know, vetting, researching these witnesses ever since he was inspired from the event I participated in back in 22 years ago as a top secret military witness disclosing these things to the public and inspired him. And he's been doing scholarly uh, research into all these witnesses and different testimonies. So um, it's kind of a combination of, of those two. That's amazing. Uh, and I think you have a lot of facts that people aren't uh, really familiar with that people haven't dug in and done the research, right? I mean, that, I think that's the important thing. Like, Yeah, there's, there's a whole spectrum of different levels of awareness. You know, in uh, 2001, when I gave testimony in front of the mainstream media of the world, along with the other you know, top secret military witnesses that were disclosing these extraterrestrial operations, um, I had no idea what Operation Mockingbird was, you know. And so, you know, being an ex-ABC newsman, um, I took interest of how the media purposely, uh, you know, sanitizes the information so that the public is not aware of these operations. So, and it uh, got me for the last couple of decades, I've been uh, researching back through history. 
And so um, that's what we're going to go through here in the first uh, 20 minutes. On the, I'm going to go really fast. So um, it, it'll just give a little bit of background about how we got to uh, where we are. Not, it's not saying it's complete by any means. You know, it's hard to get everything in of a total 100 years, but we're going to hit some highlights. So when that's you're true. when you're ready, we will uh, I'll do a share screen and uh, uh, go over some visuals. Oh, I'm ready. I think this is going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. OK, here we go with a little background history on planet Earth. OK, timeline of events, uh, 1922, uh, Maria Orsic, uh, she gets uh, <laughs> channeled information from uh, Nordic extraterrestrials that reveal uh, a design for a spacecraft that uh, Dr. Schumann finds viable physics in, and they start development of. 1934, they get the first anti-gravity craft working with the Nazi SS taking over operations, as well as uh, they uh, enter into an alliance with a reptilian group, uh, called the Draco of the Sakaar Empire, that because they gave this technology to the Nazi SS, they uh, violated a prime directive in our galaxy, which we'll go into later. Rockefeller Foundation's always been interested in the psychological study of uh, how we're going to react to a, a fake alien invasion with the uh, War of the Worlds in 1938. Uh, 1939, a single U.S. Navy spy reveals to James Forstall that the Nazis have a secret space program going on in Germany. Uh, 1942, Battle of L.A., two E.T. drone craft got shot down. The Army, Air Force, and the Navy both took one for reverse engineering. Uh, since they had anti-gravity, uh, the Nazis started to develop a uh, moon base in 1942. They had a plan before the end of the war to infiltrate into the United States. The plan was called Weltanschauungskrieg, which translates to worldview warfare. They planned to take over control of education, uh, media, entertainment, uh, to create a matrix of perception to hide their infiltration operations. Uh, they escape to base 211 down, down in Antarctica, over 100 U-boats, 250,000 Germans, uh, the Reich's top scientists that are not accounted for in uh, Operation Paperclip. Hitler and Himmler both successfully escape, as revealed later in 2017 in the JFK files uh, that show that uh, Hitler was alive and well in Argentina, and <laughs> Himmler did not <laughs> take the cyanide cap. Where do they think? What did, they, did we know what happened to Himmler? Did he did he escape to South America as well? Himmler? Yeah. I don't know. We don't have any documents on that, but we have it on on Hitler. We even have a photograph of him down there, and um, yeah, it's a, you know, a little I, bit of history we don't know about. I like the the work that Peter Lavinda did on that, the, the, on the Hitler case. It, um, it was before hunting Hitler. It was like Peter Lavinda wrote a book. I think it was called Ratlines about the escape of the Nazis into South America. Did you ever hear oh, that? 
Oh yeah, 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 and and the whole thing about you know dying in the bunker and you know all that stuff it was all uh, it's all fake, yeah, yeah, a fake cover. Okay, back to our timeline. Okay, Alan Dallas, infamous for the Nazi infiltration, cuts a deal with uh, General Reinhard Gellin of the Nazi intelligence, and they uh, bring in thousands of uh, Nazi spies into the. Uh, what was the OSS into the CIA? Uh, we uh, thought we won the war <laughs> in uh, May of 1945. And they bring over all these uh, former Nazi scientists and doctors, many with doing horrific crimes to humanity, uh, 1,600 of them into the Center of Disease Control. Uh, Operation Paperclip, a lot of people are familiar with this. Uh, new paperwork gets people who are ardent Nazis like uh, Werner von Braun and others that uh, paperwork was completely re redone and put in high positions. Um, Rockefeller Foundation, working with the uh, Nazis, they uh, basically, you, you think this would be illegal, right? Uh, to rewrite the History of World War II in order to hide the Nazi escape and infiltration. So school children in the future, you have no idea. You can imagine generational indoctrination. Um, now, James Forrestal sent Admiral Byrd down to attack the Nazi base. They were completely defeated in Operation High Jump. Um in 1947, they bring over Hitler's mastermind, Xavier Dorsch, start in the Monzano Mountains in New Mexico, start tunneling, making these deep underground military bases, which they have today, vast network of uh, with maglev trains all interconnected together using these, uh, these molds, they call them, that uh, liquefy the rock as it goes through. Um and so when we people have no idea what's going on under there uh everybody's familiar with the roswell crash and right after that uh, a couple of events happened truman uh initiates a national security act shortly after that on the same exact day alan dulles has uh president truman reluctantly convert the wartime oss into a permanent cia and the Air Force is created on the same exact day. It was the Army Air Force, and they converted it to its own department of the U.S. Air Force. And on that same exact day, President Truman has James Forrestal create the MJ-12 group um, with uh, Admiral Roscoe Hillencotter as MJ-1. And the uh, first MJ-12 group is established that controls the UFO issue. Uh, 1948, uh, about 100,000 television sets and homes now, a uh, primary communication tool for psychological warfare. Project RAND um, turns into the RAND Corporation. Uh, General Henry Arnold brings in huge amounts of money and believes the Air Force should dominate, not the Navy, and forces the Navy to do its own program secretly in reverse engineering operations. And so, basically, the Air Force took over the RAND Corporation. Uh, James Forrestal, talking about the uh, Nazi base in Antarctica and everything. They uh, essentially murdered him in an 
authenticated uh, Majestic annual report, it says, quote, the untimely death of Secretary Forrestal was deemed necessary and regrettable. Uh, he wanted the public to know the truth about what was going on, but MJ-12 uh, murdered him. Uh, 1949, that's when I was born. <laughs> uh, the CIA gives approval for a black budget that is completely outside the law. So the, the CIA can do anything and they have no accountability. 1950, Allen Dulles starts Operation Mockingbird. They're paying 400 journalists to receive the information from the CIA to put out to the public in order to control the public perception. Um, even the, uh, the tabloids, which, you know, come out later, uh, the owner was trained at the CIA, um, psychological warfare, uh, school. And what they do is they put out crazy information. Um, I remember those, I remember those tabloids. I think they still have them out at the grocery store. Like, you know, like, um... right. Yeah. When you, I mean, what an effective way, you know, everybody has to go get groceries. Right. And so everybody checks out on the check stand. So you, you see these things and you just think in your mind, Oh, this is, this is garbage. This is just, uh, you know, crazy conspiracy theories, you know? So it effectively works for the psychological warfare. They wanted to get this to be put in the public mind as a, a non, um, you know, a non-reality. Even though it was very much a reality. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Project Dove uh, influences Hollywood movies. You know, some of my favorite movies, uh, Forbidden Planet, The Daters Stood Still. But then they have a whole lot, Invaders from Mars, Sci Flying Saucers Attack, uh, War of the Worlds. And so Hollywood, it seems like there's white hats and black hat operations going on in Hollywood that are forming different perceptions of, you know, people have no idea what extraterrestrial life is like because of without contact. And so Hollywood is the only way that forms the public's perceptions. Um, I, here's something I had 10 years of experience with, the Invention Secrecy Act, 1951. Thousands of technological advances, such as um, anti-gravity, free energy. I've met with many inventors. Uh, there's about 6,000 inventions have been suppressed and the national security order that these inventors receive says your invention's been deemed to be a detriment to the national security you cannot share it with anyone so you can imagine all the incredible breakthroughs by brilliant minds have been suppressed on this planet uh the vatican's working alongside with the government uh in a uh authenticated document the uh they're discussing containment for the Catholic Church if mass sightings occur. The Vatican didn't want this to become public knowledge. It obviously, you know, it affects religion. So uh, there's a flyover in 1952 where they are um, they are uh, flying over the Capitol building. This is uh, Nazi craft from Antarctica. To intimidate both the uh, Eisenhower and uh, Truman administrations, uh, national security agencies created. Uh, Eisenhower, as he comes into office, 
he gets an MJ-12 briefing. And you have, you know, Roscoe Hill and Cotter as MJ-1 and the other members. And it talks about, uh, you know, unfortunate death of uh, James Forrestal. He's replaced by General Walter B. Smith. And General Walter B. Smith uh, is going along with the program, whereas Forrestal wasn't. And so Walter B. Smith writes a uh, memo that talks about using these flying saucers for psychological warfare, you know, psychological warfare, right? Uh, and so what happens? This is uh, 1952. What comes out? Everybody knows about George Adamski and his contact with the Space Brothers from Venus. But uh, actually, as you can see, here's an actual photo Adamski took. It's identical to the Nazi Hanabu II. Uh, design. This is a Nazi CIA psyops. They're seeing how easily the public could be fooled. Uh, Eisenhower is president. The CIA formed Robinson panels denying the UFO reality. Again, they want to keep this secret. Uh, Alan Dulles uh, is assigned director. He's like the longest sitting CIA director. Totally infamous. He, he can do a whole show on all the things that he's done in order to facilitate the Nazi infiltration. He uh, starts the MK Ultra mind control projects. Um, in February, this is a major event. Eisenhower has a first contact meeting with the benevolent Galactic Federation of World Extraterrestrials. Um, Cardinal Francis McIntyre breaks his oath of secrecy, immediately flies to the Pope and spills the beans on the whole thing. Uh, Gerald Light, one of the uh, witnesses that uh, was there at the event that saw the meeting with Eisenhower and the Galactic Federation of Worlds, he says, it is my conviction that President Eisenhower will ignore the terrific conflict between the various authorities and go directly to the people via radio and television. It is, if the impasse continues much longer, from what I could gather, an official statement to the country is being prepared for delivery about the middle of May. Now, MJ-12, now Eisenhower wanted to have public disclosure, but MJ-12 circumvented the plan by going behind his back and signing a treaty with the Nibu Orion group, the, the Greys, you know, that... Uh, everybody's familiar with uh and so this basically um circumvented uh eisenhower's plan and uh say in march uh then they s establish uh, janup uh, 146 severe penalties if military civilian people they want to keep this under the wraps there's severe penalties uh if you report ufo sightings to the public uh, and instead of disclosure in May of 1954, Nazi SS, Prince Bernhard, he uh, sets up the yearly ongoing Bilderberg secret meetings that uh, coordinates the agenda for the mainstream media today. You can see here's the Bilderberg meetings, Council of Formulation, Trilateral, the top, uh, you know, CNN, Washington Post, MS, you know, all, all the uh, mainstream media, the six corporations that control everything you see in here. And then uh, this is the treaty that was uh, signed with the Orion Nibus at Kirkland Air Force Base. Uh, Nelson Rockefeller restructures the CIA MJ-12 operations, which leaves President Eisenhower without jurisdiction or access anymore. 
they wanted to have plausible deniability, and so they restructured it. So they moved all their operations from Wright-Patterson over to Area 51 and S4. Um, this is the Area 51. S4 is about 13 miles south of it. Um, by October 1954, we've developed anti-gravity secretly. Uh, my fellow witness friend, uh, Mark McCandish, he drew this drawing of an exhibit, um, the alien reproduction vehicle. And here's a military photograph of one matching the design perfectly. Wow. Uh, February 55, Eisenhower negotiates an agreement surrender with the Nazi Draco Alliance. You can imagine after the Admiral Byrd's defeat in, in Antarctica and the flyover in 1952, they totally intimidated. They had they had a 20-year advance over the United States. So this happened at Holloman Air Force Base. Uh, and so uh, after the surrender, a uh, new MJ-12 group of all people, guess who's MJ-1? Alan Dulles. And uh, you have uh, Curtis LeMay there, which interesting, they named one of the Solar Warden craft after, and uh, USS S. Hillencotter, also from the previous MJ-12 group, another uh, Solar Warden craft. Isn't one of our uh, on one of our secret space program ships called the Hillencotter? Or that's what I heard on Linda Moulton Howe. That's right. That's right. Um, Admiral Roscoe Hillencotter was the first CIA director who warned about the dangers of secrecy of the UFO matter. Not the dangers of the UFOs, but the dangers of the secrecy surrounding it. And uh, they named one of the Solar Warden craft, the USSS, there's three S's, Hillencotter. And the other one was the USSS uh, LeMay, which was the, uh, the following MJ-12 group. And uh, one another guy I recognized from that list was um, Edward Teller. What I know about him was I, I interviewed Stan Deo. I don't know if you remember Stan. He used to come on Art Bell, but I, I interviewed uh, Stan, and he was saying that he worked for Edward Teller doing like some kind of reverse UFO engineering stuff. Is that is that verifiable too? Well, or one of the scientists over at S four were were killed, and they needed a replacement. And uh, uh, William Tiller. Uh, saw an article with uh, Bob Lazar and uh, what he was doing and thought, well, here's an innovative mind, right? <laughs> you need inv innovative out of the box thinking minds to work on, you know, Zeta Reticuli craft. And so he was able to get uh, Bob Lazar into uh, the S4 facility and, and working with, with them. Okay. Um, okay. Werner von Braun knew full well that they figured out the torsion physics of anti-gravity, but they're keeping us dumbed down. They're keeping our inventions from being released to the public with the Invention Secrecy Act. They're making us think that we still need primitive rocket propulsion to overcome gravity. Uh, is that John along. Madden that he's standing there with by any chance? Is that John Madden, the ex-football player by chance? Is that who that is, who he's, sitting, who he's standing there with? Uh, I'm sorry, Robert. What was that again? Was that the, a photo of John Madden, the ex-football player? But that 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 which call it? Stand the Von Braun standing there with? Is he standing there with uh, the, the the Madden, the football player? That's who that looks like. Oh uh, no, <laughs> that's Werner Von. Uh, let me go back to share screen here. It's Werner Von Braun, but the guy he's standing there with looks so exactly like John Madden. That's Walt yeah. Disney. 
Oh, that's okay. Walt Disney. They did a whole show, you know, making the uh, former Nazi SS uh, family home entertainment. Um, <laughs> you know, thirty uh, third degree Freemason. So uh, yeah, you, you can figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what happens after the surrender and the Nazi base down in Antarctica? All of a sudden, they're transferring Operation Deep Freeze, moving trans personnel and supplies down to Antarctica. Ah, what a surprise, huh? Um, and you have uh, some Nazi craft flying around uh, Willard and Oahu. Um, that's the right way to pronounce it. Uh, sees this swastika and you know, a Nazi Iron Cross on a craft that lands on the island. Um, okay, because the reptilians uh, intervened, and the Nibu as well, uh, they, uh, the Galactic Federation of Worlds sent their ambassador, Val Thor, from a spaceship from Venus to meet with President Eisenhower and offer positive solutions to Earth, which... Uh, was sadly refused um there's another landing of a nazi craft another uh newspaper clipping uh commander denethor of the galactic federation of worlds here you can see him sitting uh this is uh phil snyder's father oscar snyder who wow. was the chief medical officer of the uss eldridge and i have a whole story about that but uh he was helping the U.S. Navy, which eventually led to the Solar Warden fleet, you know, develop their fleet of spacecraft. Uh, now, Eisenhower, since he was, he no longer has jurisdiction, he tried to get any access to what's going on at Area 51. Uh, they threatened him that, uh, you know, you 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 sorry sir you do not have access and he said you know well essentially hell i don't you know i and that uh i'll come in with the first army out of colorado we're gonna tear this thing apart and so they allowed two cia agents on his deathbed this is one of the cia agents uh being interviewed by richard dolan that gave testimony to that eisenhower being denied access and ever since eisenhower every president cia director heads of intelligence doesn't matter who you are uh have been denied access um nasa is being run by former nazi ss officers uh it's been created uh brigadier general lovekin uh we don't have enough time i'll just say that you know he basically said that eisenhower got sold out and he lost control to the corporations it's the corporations of the nazi fourth reich that uh, took control uh of these operations um and here publicly uh here's Werner von braun and professor herman oberth his mentor uh claiming that uh how do you have such an Credible advancements. And he said, well, we have help from people from other worlds. Um, in uh, 1959, the Antarctic Treaty is signed. Uh, the Nazis are violating this because they have a deep underground, uh, under two miles of ice, uh, their operations, their military space operations are going on, which, which is in violation to this uh, treaty that all the nations have signed. Um, now, this is interesting. With the knowledge that I, Hitler is alive and well in Argentina, 1960, which he was still alive, 
uh, President Eisenhower has a meeting in Bariloche, Argentina, and they're, they're talking about environmental things and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, it happens to be the, the, the secret hideout of Adolf Hitler, who was alive at that time. Beautiful place down there in Bariloche, Argentina. Yeah. Very, very pro-Nazi there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard of that they have the, the villages there, that, that they have like whole German villages down there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole German village and everything like that, and everybody remembers uh, Eisenhower's uh, attempts to warn that. <clears throat> that's you listeners out there. Uh, only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry, you know, talking about the misplaced powers and unwarranted influences within the industrial military complex. That only an alert, knowledgeable citizenry can protect our future liberties and freedoms. He couldn't say all that he knew, and he tried to give a cryptic warning. Um, you know, then he has a meeting about MJ-12 with Kennedy, you know, Kennedy wanted to splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces. Um, now here's an interesting, uh, element that, uh, oh, I'm running behind time. I better go faster here. We're fine. Uh, I'm not, I'm not. Um, the Galactic Federal Worship. Federation of Worlds is working with Office of Naval Intelligence, who was working with Gene Roddenberry, who uh, was on the script with Leslie Nelson, who is a creator of Outer Limits, who his father was Admiral Leslie Nelson uh, with Office of Naval Intelligence. They basically gave uh, the whole script for Star Trek, you know, teleportation, warp drives, all this. This was the seed, the public collective mind about a star trek future you could say um we uh we land on the moon we they have the substitute and video footage uh because there was extraterrestrial craft lined up this is a reproduction by uh william tompkins who saw the live video feed not the censored one um they were warned off the moon essentially uh so Ever since uh, Eisenhower was denied access, you know, future president, CIA director, heads of intelligence being denied access. Kennedy, 10 days after a top secret memo to release the UFO files. We know what happened to him. Um, <laughs> president Carter made his campaign promise, but CIA director George H.W. Bush denied him access to the files presidents being done. Uh, one of our uh, witnesses, uh, Daniel Sheehan, gave testimony, uh, you know, one of the 21 witnesses. President Carter uh, tried to look into it and had his CIA director look into it and uh, said to the famous uh, White House correspondent, Sarah McClendon, about what you're doing about she asked him, what are you doing about disclosure? And he says, Sarah, there's a secret government inside the government, and I don't control it. And so he had the CIA director in a three-hour meeting, since all his normal channels were denied access, his intelligence and military channels, he brought in a civilian, Dr. Stephen Greer, who was the director for the Center uh, for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence. And uh, words out of the director's mouth is, I know the subject's real. I want to know why the hell I can't gain access to it. And so Dr. Greer, becoming aware of the gravity of the situation, met with military advisors who advised him to start collecting witnesses. And that's how I got involved in this. Who, who has access to this information, do you think? Like, who, who could we say, like, do we even know who has access to this information? Like, 
it, 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 um, we know it's obviously at the very, 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 very top levels of a, a, a secret government, right? But like, is that what it is? Is it all secret government people who have the, the information, would you say? They call it a bigot list. Uh, Admiral Wilson found out about it. And we're, we're about to go into that, uh, where it doesn't matter who you are. If you're not on that list, you're not, you're, you're not privy to the information um, yeah. in these unacknowledged special access programs uh, that, you know, it, it, they can't even acknowledge that they even exist. Yeah. It's insane. It's wild. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I, in 1993, I met with some civilian researchers first time outside Area 51. No recordings were allowed, but I recorded the Bob Lazar's first time meeting with the public uh, for two hours. I, um, you know, been researching his testimony consistently over the decades. He's been 100% consistent with his testimony uh, in the, uh, reverse engineering operations he was involved in um the base goes into total lockdown uh a document gets released uh nro classified advisory it's national reconnaissance office uh revealing on the distribution list uh cosmic ops magi ops uh these are unacknowledged special access programs uh dr greer gets a hold of this somehow and uh meets at the pentagon along with uh Lieutenant Commander Will Miller and uh, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, the astronaut, with the uh, head of intelligence, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Vice Admiral Thomas Wilson. Um, the Admiral attempts to look into it, and him in his high constitutional authority is being denied access. He's mad as hell. He, he authorized Dr. Greer to bring forth witnesses before the mainstream media of the world that are willing to testify under oath before a congressional hearing by saying, quote, well, as far as I'm concerned, you can get your people to know about this matter and talk on record. You have my permission to go to the media with this. This group is illegal, unquote. And so, um, you know, here the head of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff is being denied access. That's pretty high level. And so Dr. Greer did that. He brought uh, 21 witnesses that... Uh, here I am, uh, one of these uh, military intelligence witnesses. We were backed by over 500 military intelligence witnesses, but um, 21 of them were able to um, speak before the mainstream media of the world, the large, one of the largest events in the history of the national press covers, 22 cameras in the back row. But, um, you know, but they... Uh, effectively sanitize this from the public's awareness because we were revealing that we have proof our legal government's being denied access illegal unacknowledged special access programs taking in trillions we have zero point energy solutions been suppressed that end the need for nuclear oil and coal anti-gravity craft developed back in the 50s there's a base on the far side of the moon astronauts are sworn to secrecy what happened when they went to the moon in 1969 nasa is purposely obscuring the et craft images before releasing to the public a lot of people see the smudged images and so forth 57 different et species have been categorized since 1989 et craft have shut down the nuclear missiles U.S. Navy reporting spacecraft and secret reports coming out of the oceans. That was my testimony. Uh, planned false flag events with terrorists being next. By the way, this was May of 2001. 
<laughs> the next one was terrorists, which was happened in September that year, followed by rogue nations, which is, you know, Iran and North Korea, asteroids, and then aliens, the fake alien invasion. Um, so, you know, I gave my testimony. I couldn't imagine how this could not be a world-changing event. The media effectively sanitized it and with a limited hangout that made it sound like we want to have all these hundreds of witnesses for uh, revealing that uh, there's a reality to UFOs and completely obscuring the information that the illegal operations and the advanced technologies that have been suppressed. Um, 2002, a lot of people are familiar with Gary McKinnon. He hacks in and finds out that there's a Navy U.S. Navy secret space program called Solar Warren with, like we talked about, Hill and Cotter, LeMay craft, non-trustal officers list, uh, and a big cigar-shaped craft he, he was trying to download the image to. Uh, Bush administration wanted to put him away for 70 years in prison for releasing that. Um, everybody uh, becoming aware of these secret space program witnesses that do 20 and back where they can the technology is incredible the age and time regress you back to your point of enlistment wipe your memory and you go along and then a lot of people start having total memory recall using these advanced technologies like med beds and so forth so coming up to 2014 uh, the guardians has set up an outer barrier around our solar system this is uh, to keep certain people from escaping and certain people from uh, coming into our system. Um, Artemis Accords are signed in uh, October of 2020. First step to a NATO future star fleet. Um, Israeli head talks about the Galactic Federations waiting the right time to be revealed on Earth. Um, and you now this is a lot from Elena Danan that uh, from her contact Thorhan uh, in February of 2021, the moon is liberated. The, the Nibu and the, the Sakar, the, the Draco, have been purged out of the moon. Raids on Mars and the liberation of the Dark Fleet out of uh, Mars. Now keep in mind, you know, the Nazis had a complete base on Mars and the Dark Fleet, the, the Nachtwaffen, they uh, had large operations going on there no, as well as happened, antarctica did you did you say there was an earthquake on mars is that what that what, what was like we're, we're going to get right to that okay um and our antarctica is liberated from the dark fleet uh in june um in july the galactic federation of worlds wins the wars on mars uh, secret meetings near Jupiter decide the future of our solar system. This aligns with the Artemis Accords. Um, the Galactic Federation of Worlds liberates Mars, Phobos, Deimos, and Cirrus, which is, you know, Tony Rodriguez served in the secret space program and yeah. kind of a, a slave, actually, in the operation. I was going to say, he was like a ser slave on the Ceres colony, right? Right, right. Yeah, with, the, with the Dark Fleet. And uh, most of the underground, remember we talked about uh, back in 1946 when they started all this, these have been cleared out of the aggressive uh, ETs, you know, the, uh, the Draco and the, uh, the Nibu or the, the Greys. 
Um, and then October, ancient space arcs around our solar system, you know, buried under the ocean and on the moon and elsewhere, start to activate because of the arrival of the intergalactic confederation fleet. I mean, you're talking about thousands of craft are parked near Jupiter. Um, now, the a deal was made back in, uh, back in uh, July with the dark deep state cabal to basically um we would let them go and there was a portal in antarctica and they would be banished from this world but they reneged on the contract <laughs> to do that and so we have the issues that we do today but um but we have the galactic federation of worlds on our side now i'm going to go into Let's see, how are we doing on time? Oh my God. All right. I We're good. Uh, we're, we're good. All right. So now I'm going to go over the information. May, we may run over just a little bit. Um, That's fine. But uh, my, uh, as I've, re I've been researching a lot of people, researching all, you know, all the witnesses of the old school, you could say, of this. And then when, in 2000, when the secret space program witnesses started coming forth, I started researching all their, comparing their testimonies, looking at documents, looking at, you know, just looking at everything. And the one person who has been consistent and having corroborating evidence to back up what she's saying, you know, you know there's a lot of YouTube videos. People can just gather all this information and just make up stuff. But if you don't have any evidence to back up what you're saying, um you don't you don't establish credibility and so uh this show is going over some of these some of this evidence to establish uh the credibility with what uh, my friend elena denan has been revealing and so we're going to go over that now i'm excited I'm... for this okay elena she had come public in uh, January of, of 2020, um, elenadenan.org. You can find out more about her. Uh, and so I just felt compelled to, you know, share these notes with people because I don't know if everybody else is taking note, but I'm noticing a lot of things corroborating with what she's saying. Um Okay, Elena, a little bit about her. She was abducted in 1979, around nine years old, by the Nibu Greys uh, before, you know, they were cleared out of our solar system. They uh, put an implant in her, and during this whole process, the Galactic Federation of Worlds, uh, Thorhan, came in and, along with his uh, associates, you know, saved her uh from this abduction event and they had to repurpose the implant into a secure military quantum communication implant that connects with the galactic federation of worlds where she can actually hear and see what uh thorhan is communicating to her and so she has graciously accepted the task of becoming an emissary for the uh galactic federation of worlds sharing the messages and so um 
special acknowledgement to my friend, Dr. Michael Sala, who's been doing incredible work corroborating this with his witnesses, such as this military witness, JP and others and Alex Collier and corroborating all this information together. So I'm gonna be pulling a lot of information from his articles. And so these are the events that have happened that there's evidence that's behind them. Now we got about 15 events or so. So I'm gonna go rapidly through these. Um, Elena publishes her book, A Gift from the Stars in September 3rd, 2020. December, three months later, um, head of the Israeli space program talks about the Galactic Federation of Worlds is working with uh, these white programs that are working with governments in secrecy. Uh, I mean, here's the head of the Israeli space program, and she reveals these operations going on three months before the head of the Israeli space program reveals it publicly in the New York Post. Um, Thorhan reveals the Dark Fleet evacuation from Antarctica. Uh, now, a McMurdo base employee, now I was going to work down in McMurdo for a whole year in the communications shop because I have a first-class commercial license, an extra-class amateur radio license. I also know how to repair teletypes in my Navy career. Uh, and so I was going to go down there a year in isolation. Um, I'm pretty familiar with McMurdo Base. Uh, he describes that the, um, the Germans are leaving and the Chinese are coming in. It's huge evacuation going on and confirms what Thorhan is saying. Um, Thorhan reveals the Jupiter meeting agreements, which corroborates with the signing of the Arnhemus Accords. And then you have uh, the U.S. Space Command leader, General James Dickinson, talking about all of the, uh, it was like over 100 uh, agreements that have been reached by the different countries and everything. They're all planning on doing this thing. So there's all these indications that uh, these Jupiter meetings and these agreements to um, have like a kind of a moral positive <laughs> you know basis in our our solar system which is a, a very good thing um here's here's something that just totally blew me away um in august 2021 thorhan reveals the full text to elena of the prime directive matching what was given to gene roddenberry now she gave this to michael sala and what uh in the prime directive it in different stages of civilization we're a uh, stage two where we haven't uh reached interstellar capability and of course there's a secret part of the earth <laughs> earth that's going on behind the curtain but uh, the as far as the mainstream audience on earth we're still using primitive rockets and using gasoline and so forth um and so what happened was when the nebu and the draco they intervene and they're a stage three it gave the galactic federation of worlds the moral uh right to come in and intervene and that's where in the 1950s uh like val thor came in and helped us develop our own fleet in order to achieve balance they're not going to come in and save and do the work for us but they're wanting to achieve balance by giving us the uh 
the tools and things we need in order to achieve that balance. And the prime directive, um, what is curious is a, a book that uh, Michael Sal was able to find that Elena had no knowledge of whatsoever, found out the wording is almost identical. It's a few changes here and there. So showing that what was given to Gene Roddenberry was what the Galactic Federation Worlds was giving to the U.S. Navy. Um, October 2021, Thorhan reveals the meetings on Ganymede, which corroborates with other witness testimonies. Now, Michael Sala's uh, witness, JP, was sent to Ganymede and at the same time that, and revealing that these meetings were indeed happening on Ganymede according to other um, other witness testimonies. Uh, Thorhan reveals the arrival of the Intergalactic Confederation is activating the space arcs in our solar system. And as JP witnessed that in on the moon, that they're, they're being activated uh, because of like the DNA resonance of their creators, you could say, are coming back. And when they come back into the system, all these arcs all over our solar system are being activated. Uh, Thorhan reveals there's a large arc in the Atlantic Ocean. A week before uh, Michael Sal's military witness, JP, goes on an actual mission down there and experiences this arc. Um, what uh, Thorhan was saying is that these arcs are in South America, Central Europe, northwest of Russia, one under the waters of the Atlantic Ocean. This one is the biggest, he says. And uh, this matches just before, it's like a week before JP goes down into the arc. Um, my friend John Charles Morin, he uh, and Elena go with Thorhan to experience a space arc that's uh, located near Lake Vostek, under two miles of ice in Antarctica. They have these special environmental suits, of course, <laughs> you know, to be able to go under two miles of ice and freezing cold. Uh, and John Charles was able to witness these beings and stasis and this technology and everything. And Elena was there as a witness to this. And you can see uh, here's uh, Lake Vostok, and uh, it's under two miles of ice that the uh, arc is located. Uh, here's one. Like, how would you know this? Elena, in her book, A Gift from the Stars, she reveals 110 different extraterrestrial races and gives does detailed drawings of what they look like and their planets, their home planets and everything. And in Proximum Centauri, she said there's three planets. Two years later, and this is in her book. Two years later, NASA, just as Elena describes, just discovers the third planet spotted around Proxima Centauri. And so, you know, how would you, um, you can't fake this stuff. No. Um, John Charles, he uh, has a meeting with Elena on the mothership, like the Excelsior, which is a, a huge mothership, which, uh, Thorhan, uh, Thorhan Eredion, he, he works and that's his, his main base that he, uh, he operates from. Um, 
Now, John Charles is part of the Solar Warden uh, French section of the Solar Warden program of this called the Solaris. The Excelsior, which is massive, massive mothership. Um, Do these stay cloaked, would you say? Is that why we can't see them? Would you say they stay cloaked? I'm sorry, what was that, Robert? Did you say these these ships stay cloaked? Is that why we can't see them? Or I'm I'm sure, and they're parked behind Jupiter too. Uh, the majority of them, yeah, uh, will. But they, they 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 probably come to Earth sometimes, right? I mean, like when they when they like. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be getting into that very shortly. In fact, that's part of their disclosure plan. They're they're appearing more and more. Because it's it, it's kind of like a drip drip type of thing to let us know that they're here. Um, anyway, when uh, <laughs> unbeknown to both of them, they did a show together, and then they started talking about exactly the same things. They were both there's a cafeteria at the Excelsior, and they talked about these floating droids that have you know cocktails on them and some are these uh, blue drinks with little uh uh sparkly uh <laughs> things that give you a hit you know when you when you take it and they both describe exactly what uh you know yeah by the way all these notes if you go to the webmatrix.net uh there's a link uh, called uh um you know, researching on Elena Danan, substantiating the information, and you can click on it and read all this in detail, uh, which we don't have time for, but I'm just highlighting uh, some of these things. And John Charles has done a number of incredible films substantiating proof and evidence of his uh, involvement with the uh, secret space program. Um, okay, Thorhan says, watch for activity on Neptune to be revealed. He says, uh, uh, and all the all the others, one by one, all of the planets. Neptune is next. You will see. You will hear about Neptune soon. Um, two weeks later, Neptune. You know, now, it's supposedly getting cooler on Neptune. All of a sudden, where the arc is, the arc is causing this extreme heating uh, wherever they are. Uh, that's why in Antarctica, it's like, 70 degrees warmer around where the arc is um and so nasa uh two weeks later finds there is um unexpected temperature changes on neptune <laughs> so um another confirmation okay this is something i'm personally involved with because uh Elena was, uh, we did a show about, uh, ended up about crystals, and she said, well, uh, Dorhan, his younger brother, is going to a university in the Pleiades learning how to terraform planets. And he has a little bit of knowledge on, uh, you know, crystals and uh, the matrix and everything. And and I thought, well, you can put some questions to him. So from April to present day, uh, there's been exchanges between him. And I, I did extensive work with Dr. Marcel Vogel in the 1980s. He set up a full-on laboratory. He was IBM's head scientist, uh, incredible 
genius of a mine, developed magnetic coatings for hard drives, red and blue phosphors for TV, liquid crystal systems for displays. I mean, it, incredible. He had hundreds of patents. Um, anyway, he got into studying the science of uh, quartz crystals interfacing with consciousness and water and, and the aspect of love. And uh, all these questions that I asked Thor, uh, Jenhan Iredion, Thorhan's younger brother, uh, corroborated perfectly with what uh, was quantified in the laboratory with Marcel. And um, I won't go into this because it's, it's enough for a whole show. Uh, but we, uh, we decided to put this knowledge to practice <laughs> what he was sharing. And so Elaine and I did a show. We had about 1,700 people live. And we pulsed a vision of a positive timeline into the planetary matrix using a uh, quartz crystal. And uh, at that time, it spiked the Schumann resonance. And we found out later from Jenan that there is this reciprocal relationship between the minds on the planet and the Schumann resonance that's like the Earth brainwave, you could say. And... Um, yeah, and he, he just goes into uh, the tetrahedral fractal geometry of the holographic matrix of reality. This is like the secret of the universe, how the whole universe is constructed. And uh, anyway, this gets into a long, but everything that uh, Jen Han has shared has corroborated perfectly with what was scientifically established by IBM's top scientists. And let's see. Now, here's one. How do you make this one up? <laughs> um april 2022 thorhan reports a severe quake on mars then a week later nasa reports the largest quake ever detected now if you're making up stuff uh <laughs> you you can't really do this on yeah, april really. 27th thorhan on mars communicated to elena says that there had been a severe earthquake due to the terraforming operations that have started. See, the Nazis had, a, working with the Draco of uh, the Sakaar Empire, they had a huge base called Ares Prime, which they were, they since they purged them out, they were kind of redoing things, so to speak. <laughs> and so they were doing these terraforming operations and it caused a severe earthquake. On April 4th, one week later, I mean, I'm sorry, May 4th, one week later, NASA reports the largest quake on Mars ever detected in our solar system. And here, Elena, she, she sent, whenever she gets information from Thorhan, she immediately uh, corroborates with Dr. Michael Sell and sends, her, sends him the information so that if it comes out in the news later, it gets corroborated. And here you can see she actually got the information on April 27th, but on April 29th, she sends this email to Dr. Michael Sala, and uh, where Thorhan is saying that there's been a severe earthquake due to the terraforming operations that have started. And on May 4th, NASA's InSight records a monster quake on Mars. And this is the, um, you know, size seismometer that's on mars that recorded it so you know that's that's just one of the major things um okay thorhan on may 
Thorhan reveals the Galactic Federation fleet near Earth's orbit on the International Space Station camera, fed as part of a disclosure plan. Um, it says the, uh, quote, the fleet of the Intergalactic Confederation has arrived in the star system. Their ships will be stationed around Jupiter for a while until further notice to move near to Earth's orbit. Um, here's the International Space Station. Here's, uh, you can see there's about 30 of the Galactic Federation of Worlds ships just going right in front of the camera. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So they're, they're letting us know they're there. Those aren't uh, party balloons that are flying by. So yeah, there's about 30 of them all together. Um, and then this is part of a, uh, this is part of a of a disclosure plan. They're they're coming out more and more, and they also added that uh, soon they're going to be releasing information about the TR3B. A lot of people are well familiar with the uh, triangular TR3B craft. It's actually old technology, but they're that's going to be one of the first, um, you know, to be disclosed. And then it's going to like drip feed after that more and more. Now. We now have a bigger eye in the sky. We have the uh, James Webb Space Telescope. And this is now seeing... Uh, now, the Intergalactic Confederation is parked behind Jupiter. And <laughs> you can see these big dark spots showing up that... Uh, and also... You have this, uh, and this looks small, <laughs> but Jupiter is pretty big. So this is about a thousand mile long uh, cigar shaped craft. So, you know, NASA says, oh, it's just a shadow, nothing to, nothing to take note of. Wow. But anyway, there's just little indications. Elena has drawn an illustration of what they look like. You can see some of these scout ships are, and these, these are huge. You know, <laughs> they built them big. Uh, they're kind of cigar-shaped looking, and this is what the uh, intergalactic confederation beings look like, some of them. And this is an illustration by Elena. So, um, my God, we made it in one hour. <laughs> I can't believe it. That was amazing <laughs> stuff. I mean, I never, I never drew all the conclusions together. I, I'm so glad that somebody did because... I, I thought that it was uh it was first of all it was very compelling and number two wow the things that are going on I guess it's an exciting time to be alive. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, just imagine when the um, dark elements, all the crimes against humanity, Nuremberg trials are brought together, all these people, and you know, there's a great awakening going on. More and more, even people who've been denying for a long time are starting to think twice about this uh, whole reality that they've been indoctrinated into and then once these people are taken out of operation then uh, we can start to have contact with these benevolent beings and majority of them are you know there's some regressive extraterrestrials out there but they all been purged out of our solar system so you know vast majority of them are benevolent or benign so 
once this happens, then the incredible technologies that have been withheld, we, we, our planet's been hijacked. <laughs> I mean, we should have been to other planets and had medbed technologies and anti-gravity and all these things. But as you saw through the first hundred years of invention secrecy acts and all the denial and everything in order to the psychological warfare operations that have been done against the public in order to hide this reality um once this is um a new era of on planet terra <laughs> will will emerge um you know our lifespans can be increased by hundreds of years according to elena um Inky, the benevolent uh, being that a long, long time ago, according to Sumerian tablets, he has the original template that will be incorporated in some of these med beds that are being produced on the far side of the moon. And I mean, if I heard myself talking about what I'm talking about 22 years ago, when I when I didn't even know what Operation Mockingbird, I would just say, you know, this is just crazy, wild conspiracy stuff. But the evidence is there. And uh and it's there for those who, who research um, because we have been indoctrinated falsely for generations. Yeah. And and do you think that the, 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 um, the negative element of extraterrestrial contact is being pushed on us to further an agenda? Well, they've been purged out of the system. There is a barrier up and the Galactic Federation of Worlds has been working with the U.S. Navy to build our own Starfleet. So we'll have the the tools and technology and knowledge with their help now they're willing to they're not willing to do the work for us and save us but they're willing to give us the tools and the knowledge in order to uh protect our earth you know that's what solar warden is it's basically it's like um make sure that there is no Asteroids. negative <laughs> elements that come into our system that's what the solar warden program was uh was created about um so when that happens we're going to experience an incredible star trek future of uh being able to have these incredible technologies that will affect everything i mean i can't think of what i mean we're, we're going we we'll would be going it's, it's going to be kind of a psychological shift you know for a lot of people uh to go from where we are now to where we are going to be very i, I don't think it's going to be that long i hope i hope i hope i i i, I have high hopes for this i i really i really want to believe and and i i believe the evidence too so i mean i i, I trust it as well no, you can't make this stuff up you know it's like you know three planets on proxima centauri hey guess what there's going to be an earthquake on mars you know how would you know that see there's a lot of people out there and and some of them are attacking elena you know saying that she's you know been murdered she replaced by an android and other people are saying oh there's reptilians under this and that. all conflicting information with what she's saying but none of them have the backup of credible evidence to back up what they are saying only lena and working with dr michael sala have been able to substantiate what they were saying as we just went over a few of the things that caught my attention to take note of that it, these are corroborating uh events that followed what you know she disclosed 
Yeah, this was amazing, Dan. That I want to thank you for doing this. I thought you did uh, her case real well to justice, and I thought I thought you presented the information amazingly. That, I can't believe we made it in almost an hour. You know, uh, you know, pretty close. <laughs> you know, perfect. You know, <laughs> a lot of information. It, I'm going to post it tonight, so because I have a to do a live at seven, but I'm going to have it out tonight. I'll send you a link when I put it up. Oh, good. I look forward to, to sharing it. Um, um, Elena's with uh, Dr. Michael Salin on, in Tennessee having a, a hoedown <laughs> you know, with the, the locals, and uh, I'll share it with them. And uh, I, hope, uh, I hope it was uh, insightful for people. And the webmatrix.net uh, analysis of Elena Danan's information is on the top. You can the links are there so you can do your own due diligence and confirm this information for yourself that, uh, you know, this is real. Yeah. And how can people get, is it, it get a hold of you if they want to contact, if they would have a question, do you, do you take questions? Oh, um, you mean, you know, to myself or Elena yeah, or yeah, like if you had a, if, yeah, if you had a, if someone had a question. If yeah. You... If you, well, the web matrix dot net, you know, my emails there, uh, Elena Danan.org, you know, Elena Danan, D-A-N-A-A-N.org. Uh, we'll have a lot of information, you know, by Elena and exopolitics.org by Dr. Michael Sal and other site to uh stay stay abreast of uh the changes that are happening in our solar system all right well thank you dan this was awesome i i appreciate it and uh th thank you so much have a good night thank you uh been great to be with you michael i mean uh robert, robert. it's all right <laughs> thanks have a good night